it's what God says it is in your house. It's what God says in your house. That's just like me saying something like, it's what God says in your house. Do you hear me? It's what God says in your house. It's what God says in your house. It's what he say it is regarding your home. It's what he say it is in your house. Inwardly, outwardly, it doesn't matter. It's what God say it is. Now here comes tongues of fire. It's what God says it is in your house. You feel that? It's what he says it is. The one who is able and ready to perform it. It's what he said is regarding your home. It's what he said is regarding your life. It's what he said is regarding your family. It's what he said is regarding what you can see, hear, touch, taste, smell, even comprehend naturally. Even confessing things you see in the natural. It's still what he says it is. He loves us so much. He wants us to receive his will so much that even if we look to the left, he grabs us and gently turns our head back forward. Even when we feeling dismayed and feeling like I can't anymore or feel like another day, I'm doing the best I can. Shh, shh, shh. I'm here. I'm here. I got you. I'm before you. I'm blessing you. I'm favoring you. See, God give me a dream. And this dream is like I was in a gay lord with all the women around the world. And I was so serious about it. I had two women beside me and they were so serious as well. And that people were on break, ready to go eat, you know, lunch. You have two hours to make it back inside to hear another message. And me and these two women were like, you know, we're not even hungry, but we hungry. And I said, you guys got to carry me. I can't walk back. I can't even move. They was like, we can't move even. My legs became like slinkies. I was like, I can't move. The presence is that heavy. I couldn't go nowhere. You have to carry me on this arm. You have to carry me on this shoulder. And you guys got to drag me. I can't even stand up on two feet. I have no earthly feeling in my legs. The presence is that heavy. You guys got to carry me. So we drunk in the spirit and we wobbling and making it back to our seat. And we sat on the front row. And then all of a sudden, women start coming to me who, I guess, didn't feel okay with something they have encountered by me, with me, whatever it is about me. And these women were in high school. We were in high school. Now, I never fought, I never really had to fight. But when it comes to somebody, you know, doing things to hurt others, by me being very popular in the high school I graduated from, I set an example. 
So I would sit with those who called it nerds. I would sit with those and eat with lunch with those who are, you know, in special education. And they became popular. Like, wow, the coolest girl in school is sitting with us. I wasn't cool because of how I dress. I wasn't cool because how I smile. I wasn't cool because how I had people to laugh. I wasn't cool because I was a great A student, B student, sometimes C or E student. <laughs> I wasn't cool because of that. I was cool because... I love, I love, I used to go tell people, they, you know, there's a group in every school, they go to groups that like to wear the gothic look, all black this, black nails, black face, like the party, like a rock star, you still cool with me, what's up y'all, hey, oh wow, you notice us, you're not even a part of this group, yeah, what's up y'all, those who consider to be, you know, half nerd, half cool, but Actually, a nerd who's trying to be cool like the movie nerds, Revenge of the Nerds. You understand? So it's like, okay, um, what's up, y'all? What's up, what's up, what's up? I was loving to everybody. And those who were in wheelchairs and couldn't really function that well, they all had them over there. So I go and eat my lunch. Come on, y'all. I grab some of my people that's in my crew. Come on, let's go over here and sit and eat with them. Oh, all right, all right. And they were like, whoa, they couldn't even eat their lunch. Whoa, she's sitting with you with us. Oh, my gosh. And there was a, a young guy, I'll never forget. You know, in special education, sometimes you will be in high school a little longer. You know, some people graduate at 21. I think four years, the most after 12th grade, you can extend your stay there. And that was, you know, back, you know, over... <laughs> 20-some years ago, so I don't know what it's like now. But anyway, so there was a, a young guy, but you could tell he was like at least 18, 19, but he was still, you know, considered to be a senior. He just wanted to get more education because he was in special education. And then every time I look over there, he'd be like, <laughs> and he'd be like, oh my gosh, he has a crush on you, Kanisha. And I was like, oh, isn't that sweet? So what I did was I sat near him. I said, hey, that's a nice shirt. You have a... <laughs> That's a nice shirt you have on. You're a cool guy. He was like, <gasps> they were like, look, his friends were like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. You're the best in this crew today. You're the man, yo, you're the man now. And I was like, you know, have a good day, all you guys. I walked away. Oh my God, the coolest girl in school spoke to me. She gave me a hug. I would never wash this shirt. I would never wear another shirt. It was like that. And there'll be someone who try to pick with someone. Hey, leave him alone. You always got to try to come and try to say, leave him alone. Because honestly, that's how I was in high school. The one I graduated from. Leave them alone. They're not bothering you. So those two women, those are the ones I had an altercation with in class. And it was just a verbal altercation. Does it matter? Stop snitching. Mind your business on other people. So what? He smelled like weed. He ain't class. Leave him alone. Oh, look at you. You you gotta you get free lunch. I mean your mother don't make that much. Leave him alone. Because you don't have no money either. You have your mother's money. So stop playing. I had a lot of pull in high school. Because of the neighborhoods and my family, they really, you know, were 
whatever you call it, of the neighborhoods that everybody know. Oh, you know something? Oh, shoot. I ain't messing with you. It was like that. And I was like, okay. I like the help. I like the love. But I'm not a person that go around trying to be no Debo. You know, I realized Debo was a bully. I was a person that stopped that. No, nah, we ain't doing that. So these women were in the dream. And guess what? They have given me presents. They were giving me presents. One said to me, I heard your testimony about your marriage. God spoke to me through you. I'm no longer with the wrong man. I'm getting married to the right one. And she had a veil on her face. Like she was actually about to get married. Then the other one said, I have some gifts for you. I was like, oh, thank you. There were only two people. God was sharing with me. Two people around this entire planet that did not release me from what they have encountered by me. Now, remind you, I see them on Facebook because we alumni at the high school. And, you know, I push like and, you know, whatever. When I see them, I'm, I'm over it. You know, we, we grown now. But they were still dwelling on it. They wouldn't reply back. They wouldn't say, I didn't even notice they didn't do it into the dream. So what happened is that God was sharing with me. God used me to give them a word. And it caused that hatred to bow. It caused that anger to bow. And they began to listen to what God said to me. Oh, wow. Because the thing is, they knew they were wrong for picking on people. And they couldn't do nothing with me because they didn't want that. I wasn't a fighter. I wasn't a person who claimed I'm from the streets. I wasn't any of that. I was a person who would just be quiet and mind my business. But if you want the business, you can get the business. That's how I was. But you would never see that side of me. That was a part of who I thought I was. I care so much about people. And that's how I, you know, how I am. But certain things I don't do anymore regarding people. Instead, I approach the throne. I don't try to take care of matters on my own. You understand? So. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for blessing things to become. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for blessing them to calm down. Please excuse me, guys. Please, guys, uh, give me give me a second. I did not want y'all to hear them them arguing like that. More core, but God wants y'all to see what it's like to really be a vessel. Because she let him back in, and they calmed down. Because the thing is, I had to be used by God because she trusts me. They trust me. We know you, woman of God. We know you're not prying. We know you want the best for us. Listen to me. Y'all ready to listen? Calm down before you go to jail, okay? That's what happened. I didn't want y'all in that conversation. It wasn't about y'all or me. I had to push stop. I didn't want y'all to hear what y'all heard. Cussing and all that, I didn't want that. But this is what God uses us to do every day to be a blessing. 
See, now they trust me because they know what I do. If I was quiet, they wouldn't know nothing about who I am. Just a regular woman who lives here too. So now they're like, okay, we hear you. Okay, no matter how mad they are, he could be in the midst of ready to draw his fist or she could be in the middle of drawing a knife and they see me. Oh, okay. All of a sudden there goes, stop, stop, stop. Because there goes goodness coming. There goes correction coming. There goes a better escape. There goes something better than this. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So I say, you know what? Let me tell you like this. Woman of God, you're dead wrong. Homie, shh. You're dead wrong. You know what you're doing to irk this man. You know what you're doing to irk this man. He pays all the bills. He takes care of the kids. You at home, you a housewife, you a housewoman, a house fiance, whatever it is. But stop irking him. You know what to do to pluck him, to get him upset like that. Because you want to make a scene so people can look at him and not you. But it's you causing him to be that way. And don't let her cause you to be that way. We're listening. It's early in the morning and you didn't even get up and command your day. You get up early in the morning fighting. You come home to have a good time and then the door is locked and it's like that. Your mood just shift that fast. No, you got to shift it back and stop doing that to this man. You know what to do to have him to do things to you so you can have him to feel sorry for you and get attention from everybody else because of the things that you choose to do. Stop. So I had to get a little closer to her. Now he's gone. Listen to me. Stop cheating, okay? Stop sleeping with the maintenance man around the corner, okay? Because I know I can feel God is telling me to tell you this, okay? Stop it. Before it goes noticed, because that man, that maintenance man, he's a married man. He has six kids and a wife. They've been married for over 27 years. Leave that married man alone. You hear me? How do you know? I, 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 I would never. No. Uh, 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 uh. I don't even be outside. But Holy Spirit do. So leave that married man alone. Okay. Because now that married man is seeing that you be getting beat on. And you want him to see because you want him to fight the man who really take good care of you. But he don't know how to just ignore your foolish ways. Ignore those hurtful words. Ignore the taunting. And it hurts him. Because he's working his tail off to take care of you and two kids. He's not even 25. You don't even know he about to put a ring on it. But you messing that up. He supposed to put a ring on it last Christmas. And there goes he waiting another year. This Christmas, you keep messing it up. Stop. Now the police was called. See what I'm saying? And I thank God for that. Somebody called the police. Now they're at home calm. Hallelujah. I'm looking at them out the window right now. Because someone called the police. Because people feel like it's that dangerous that we afraid of one of you might die. Somebody might get seriously hurt in front of these kids. And I had to pray that they got three cops for one man. Because something that she called. See what I'm saying? That could easily be a Trayvon Martin. That could easily be, you understand, a Sandra Bland. It could easily be a Michael Brown. It could easily be a case like that. It could easily turn to, I'm breathing to, I cannot breathe. Now they're knocking on their door. Three cops ready for whatever can happen because they trained to take care of whatever the matter is to protect and serve. She let them in. Now things are calm. They come in. She glance over the place. Then guess what? She thinking she did something wrong. They're going to take both of your kids. They're going to take your kids. 
So I had to speak knowledge to them. And while I'm talking to you, three cops just came in the building because somebody caught because it just get that dangerous. You outside stomping and slamming doors and breaking glass on throwing bottles in front of two kids. And the oldest is under two. The youngest is one. You guys got to stop. He has a gun in the house. God showed me a provision of her grabbing the gun. And she shot him and killed him. And I prayed. And it didn't happen. That don't mean that the devil could try to release that opportunity for her to do it again. He was so ashamed at what I have seen that he didn't even want to open the blinds for uh, the whole summer last year. Kept the blinds closed. And I said to myself, you're doing that, woman of God. You need to stop. Now, it's not okay that he's angry and all that, but you know what buttons are pushing. That man is not doing anything. He comes home with all these groceries. He comes home even carrying all of them. Don't even, you know, offer you to carry that one bag. You have nothing in your hands. Your kids both are walking. You mean to tell me you don't, you know, you're sitting at home all day, you know, smoking weed, drinking. Your kids are beautiful. They're very smart. You are a great mother, but you have to also be a great woman too. This man doing the best he can for you. He told you that it's in him for you not to work. And you think you can sit at home and talk to a man who's working his butt off like trash? Stop cheating on this man with somebody who's already married who would never have any intentions to be with you. All you're doing is venting to a man about what your man do to you. And he can't do nothing about it because he has a wife at home. And you don't want to play with his wife. She's from the same street I'm from. You don't want to play with her. So you got to leave that marriage alone, okay? Because she will shoot you dead and get away with it. People's heads are so messed up these days, they don't even go to jail for the crimes that they should be going to jail for. They just give them a slap on the wrist, some medication, and send them in a psychic ward or send them in a, you know, a mental institution for like six months. Okay, now you're released because your mind is just terrible. You schizophrenia, you, you know, you bipolar. And come on, someone. Everybody around town has some type of diagnosis that they be talking about all around town. Not everybody, because I'm not, you're not, but there are so many people who say I'm bipolar. Don't play with me. You don't want to mess with me. And it's not any of that. You're just allowing the world's society, the world's reality to bother you. I had to stop. I fixed me a nice spinach dip with vegetable sauteed, with spinach and sauteed and Three different, you know, light cheeses to go with some crackers. Because I told myself, Q, you're going through manifestation. You've been eating a lot. It's like I just cannot get full. When I'm spiritually currying, it's like I'm naturally currying. I'm trying to say I be sleepy. I eat a lot. I cannot get full. I'm always fatigued. I'm like, God, this thing got to come out. It's like, come on out. I am so tired. I'm so always hungry. And I say, okay, I don't look like I've been eating the way I've been eating, but, you know, I kind of feel like it. God, come on. So I got up to dead. I did something about it. Let me just eat lighter. And just if it's more of, at least it's lighter. I don't care. I'm consuming a whole fruit salad, 10 of them, 
At least it's going, you know, hallelujah, hold me. Because I was eating too much. I was like, I'm eating for like three people. Three grown people. Come on now. And I wasn't just eating because I was hungry. I God, whatever this is, can it come out? I got to praise this thing out. I got to work like I'm creating a whole earth. I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you guys. So, you guys heard that. I didn't want you to hear that, but it was right there in your ear. Police over there, they still over there, they talking to them. You know, you just got to pray because sometimes they could be doing things on call and don't tell you because they don't want you to try to run away or run out the window or something else. Because they could be calling social services while they're in there to grab those two kids out because it's not a healthy environment for them. Because not the first time they came. They done came like four times this year. And this year just started. Even the ambulance came. I'll never forget my son before I get off of here. My son was in a back seat with his father. In a car seat. He was like, you know, maybe 17 months. And he went to the gas station. All he did was go in there and say, can I get this on pump, whatever. Next thing you know, there goes cops surrounding, you know, the vehicle. Because someone said he left a child in a car by himself. I just went right here to this window and said, can I get this on pump, such and such. I didn't have my credit card that day, so I had cash. So I just went to the window to pay cash. I didn't feel, I didn't think it was for me to take my child out of a car seat, pick this infant up with me, go to this, this like five feet away, to the window and just ask him this and then go back in the car. And they said, well, we can't tell you who reported it, but you can't leave your child unattended. And he was so angry. Like, I wish I knew, oh, I wish I knew who did that. I said, no, nah, don't be upset because you don't know why people do what they do. You know, no one just want to be sassy and nasty for no reason. Something's going on. Something's going on. Someone called the cops on me before when I was, you know, outside preaching. I'm outside. What you mean? <laughs> There's no law that I cannot preach outside. Well, I don't want to hear it, okay? Well, guess what? I don't want you to leave, but you don't have to be right here. You're drawn because you know you want to be here, but a part of you saying you don't want to hear it because you don't know how to handle conviction. You don't blame yourself. Don't get mad at me. Just receive the word from the Lord and bring forth the change. Don't feel guilty. You understand? So I was like, God, 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 please. I'm going to turn the music off. I'm going to turn everything off because uh, that guy, be, he'd be so hurt. He'd be like, how can you just keep doing this to me, woman? And she knows it. She knows it. Knows what she's doing. And I don't want them to get evicted. I don't. I don't. Now people just being around, being nosy. See? But no one gave no advice. You know, guys, y'all gotta, you know, chill out. All right, y'all all right. Not to be in y'all business, but you know. I don't want nobody to call the cops on y'all. There's so many ways that God can use us to relate to people without trying to be nosy or them feel offended. You ain't got to be like, you know, y'all, I mean, y'all all right with y'all. What do you mean I'll be all right? 
You don't have to say that. Just, you know, I don't want y'all, I don't want nobody to go to jail. I don't want nobody to take y'all kids. You know, people around here, call the cops. Your people around here, be all y'all nosy, nosy all of y'all business. You don't want nobody going to no rental office or no one to have y'all evicted. So, you know what I'm saying? Really work that thing out. You know, and a guy had me to talk to because they trust me. It's more personal with me, with them and me because they're actually in the same building I'm in. And me and her sat down over some crabs. And we sat and talked and she introduced herself. She's from California and everything. Thank you, God. The police left. Oh, God. Lord, I lift them up right now. Because the one no one it was a paramedic left. I just lifted up. Thank you, God, for everything. You know that He doesn't go to jail. They don't take their kids. That it's just a lesson learned in the name of Jesus. I release peace over there, God. I release peace over there. I thank you so much, God, for everything that they do not be evicted. I thank you, God, for just allowing them to stay in their home. You know that their kids would not be traumatized by. The things that take place in their home, God. Thank you so much for everything. Hallelujah. That's my food. I didn't even eat my food. Thank you, God. Mososhata. God said, go touch their mailbox. Mososhata. By checking my mailbox. Hallelujah, God. Thank you for the turnaround for this family, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. What door is it? What door? What's the number of their door? To number four. Father, I lift it up right now. I'm so quiet. Thank you, God. Let me go. I don't want them to see me. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God, for that. Thank you, God. God said that he released the right cops to come to their house. God said these cops are merciful. They're kind. They have families, wives of their own. They understand what it's like to go back and forth, have an altercation verbally. You understand, you know, and know what it's like to have children, not to have them to be taken, not to have no one to be locked up. Like, we're going to sit here, we're going to settle this in a different matter and not in a way that it's going to cause harm to your family. So I thank God, you know, they're calm. They're talking, you know, to the police. Because they could have came in there and just locked him up. And they could have just took those kicks. You understand? Because he was very violent. And they could have put her out. Because it's his place. Her name not on there. They clearly said it out loud. And the cops just leaving. Thank you, God. They're gone. I'm just going to thank them. No, I'm not going to do nothing. <laughs> I, I, got, I felt that. I just felt how good they are. But 
I could thank them without thanking them. <laughs> I don't want to be out loud like that. Like, thank you. Okay. Leave that alone. I'm just glad it's over. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you get so excited about something. You're like, you know, nah, you're going too far. You know, I'm going too far. <laughs> Come back home. <laughs> thank you, God. It's calm. Whew. See, y'all just witnessed that. See what I'm saying? And I'm going to get talking about your home. See, our home is blessed when we lift up other people in their home. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. So thank you guys for just being a part of that. You know, you guys heard the cussing and all of that. Jesus. I thank you guys so much for just, you know, it was that loud. You could hear it in my apartment. So just thank you guys. You don't hear nothing now. The police is gone. Paramedics gone. The kid, more so cool. The kids, and guess what? They don't even know that somebody in here, you know what I'm saying, doing this. And guess what? He just got some food, some drink. Good. See? Hallelujah. He went out and went back to get some food and stuff for them. My God. Thank you, God, so much. Not even aware. This woman going back and forth praying for y'all. Like somebody going back and forth praying for me, praying for you. See what I'm saying? If we knew everybody who prayed, I'd be like, oh my God, you be praying for me. Wow, why you be looking so mean then? <laughs> I play too much. <laughs> Some people look so mean, but they be so nice. But I just, can you smile, please? Can you smile a little bit? You're scaring me. Now me a Wednesday on Adam's family. Everybody got scared when she smiled. <laughs> She's scaring me. Oh, God. Let me get over here. Mission accomplished. Thank you guys so much for doing that with me. You guys listening, help me. Greater is he was in us than he was in the world. Thank you. I love you.